want to welcome you again today to another episode of Kingdom Concepts. We're so honored that you chose to be our guest today, and our prayer is that this program will add to your life, bless Amen. your life. Amen. As much as uh, it's been blessing us. Amen. I like what you said, add to your life, because we're adding to your life. We're not church. We're not... You know, you're not, we're not your pastor. Some of you may just be watching us. So we're adding to what you're getting in your local church. We're adding to what you're getting, you know, maybe from other people. But if you don't have a local church and you live in the Visalia area, we'd love to have you. But wherever you are, we're just adding to what your pastor, your church is doing. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know, God's been so good. And, and what I've been enjoying is this California summer. Oh, yes. You know, it's been good. It's always like that hit and miss thing because California could either be very, very hot or very, very cold, especially if you go to the, I, we've gone to the beach and we went, oh, it's summer, let's go to the beach. And we were there like a month ago. Yeah. It was awful. How long did we last there? Not even an hour and a half. No, even, yeah, I don't think it was an hour and a half. I got to the beach and I said, whose idea was this? And everybody looked at me because it was mine, you know? So we decided, thank goodness, we rented a place where we can all pack everything up and just go have a good barbecue and just have a good time with family. So it was a great start to summer. Yeah, that whole beach cleared out. Yes, it did. It in, was the, in the middle of the afternoon, yeah, it was something else, you know. I've, been, I've really been enjoying having our grandkids living with us. We only have a month left with them. Um, our, our family, our daughter and her husband and kids moved in with us um, almost a year ago to just... Uh, get some things together, save some money, and get a house, and they get their house in three weeks, and so we're enjoying letting them sleep in, giving them candy when they're not supposed to have it, and listening to their parents say, who gave you that candy? Yeah. And I always say, you did it. It's because you have papa privileges. Papa privileges. You know, but yes. um, we're going to let them get the house, but we're going to keep the kids, though, the, the children. <gasps> I don't yeah. know if that'll Our work. Kids. I don't know if that'll work, but that sounds good. There's, there's grace for it, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's good, and you know what? <laughs> we're going to be talking about grace, so that's really good. You know, what is grace? That's our, that's our episode today, and you know, I was just sharing with my daughter how um, when I got this, because we got this what a couple of weeks ago, maybe like two months ago, that we were going to be speaking on this. And, you know, I just really, I told you, I said I was just really struggling with this. I really felt, I don't know, kind of inadequate to uh, to teach on grace. And and I don't know why, why I felt like that, because you have so many different topics, I mean, so many different uh angles on grace so oh, many different it's very multifaceted yes everybody's talking about grace and this way that way or whatever and you know when i got saved and we'll talk about that later you know i felt like i experienced grace and we've been saved a while now and grace has always been something that i immediately understood i immediately understood that that the reason that i was saved was because of it you know i, I didn't know that's what it was until mm -hmm. later you know but it has never been um, something that I struggled with. You know, the minute that I got saved, I knew I was forgiven. And I knew that because of God's love and how much I loved him, and I knew that his grace was on me, that I never wanted to sin again. His grace caused me never to want to sin again. Mm -hmm. And and if I, I can honestly say that, you know, in 27 years of us being saved, I have never, ever once purposely went out to sin. Of not not one time went out to purposely sin when I was saved by his saving grace yeah I was truly saved so I've never went out to purposely sin now have I felt in the past 27 28 years that I have needed his grace oh yes I I, mm -hmm. I can tell you how much I've needed his grace to where I feel like I I didn't it, you know I didn't adequately uh, meet up 
to not others' expectations because others' expectations have never been a uh, stumbling block for me. Yeah. I didn't meet up to expectations that God had for me. Whenever I felt like I had let God down or I let my family down, it was always in an area that I knew God wanted for me. Mm-hmm. So talking about it, it was like, okay, what am I going to say? Just receive it. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all I had, you know? But see, but that's where grace, that's where, that's where this subject is so important because what you described, there's times when we fall short. Mm-hmm. There's times when we run out of our ability uh, and what we know to do, what we can do. And it's during those times that if you don't have a proper understanding of grace, then you're going to feel condemnation. condemnation. You're going to feel like you failed God. You're going to start, you know, feeling guilty uh, because that, that's what the enemy wants to do, you know. And when it comes to this subject of grace. I've never felt that. I felt condemnation before I got saved. But since I've been saved, I've never felt condemnation. I felt it try to come on me and I recognized yeah. it. No, I recognized it. It's like, wait a minute, that... God wouldn't make me feel that way. That's condemnation. Yeah, know? the Bible says there's, there's therefore now no condemnation for those that exactly. are in Christ. You know, God will convict us mm-hmm. of sin, um, and His grace is sufficient to help us to quit sinning. Amen. You know, but when this subject of grace uh, really started coming into the spotlight, you know, a few years now, you, you, you've seen it on television, a lot of people preaching on this, and there's a lot of really good yes. uh, revelation Absolutely. on grace that is being ministered right now in the world. At the same time, we understand that Satan will always try to create a counterfeit. Absolutely. He'll always try to create a, a counterfeit of what is truth. And he, he never does it with something that's not. It's like you, you never see a $3 bill. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there's no real $3 bill. Mm-hmm. But any bill that's been created there's a counterfeit oh you're right and so satan will take truth and he'll try to create a counterfeit that has you know certain level of truth but it's got some lie in there too Mm -hmm. and and that's what we see happening a lot with this message of grace you know you have folks that are on both sides of the pendulum you have some that that think that grace um you know that they have to work their their selves to receive God's grace. That they have to earn it by by doing good things and by you know obeying certain things. And granted, obedience and and works are something that do go with the life of a believer. The Bible says, "Work out your salvation with fear and trembling." I mean, okay. you have a part, man. You have a because you have the power of choice. You can choose to do what God's word says, or you can choose not to. We don't just get saved and have grace, and we're done. We yeah, have, we have things to do. Yeah, we're here with a purpose and a plan. But you have those that have a work mentality, mm. and what it is is they're identifying with the letter of the law. Mm. And the Bible says the letter of the letter of the law it kills, but the Spirit gives life. Mm. Amen. And, and we'll be talking about that later on in one of the episodes. But the other side of the pendulum, and this is the side that you see so many people going towards. And I'll be honest with you, it, it it's uh, it's disturbing to me mm-hmm. because I've seen so many ministers going so far to this greasy side of grace to where basically they've they've told people you can not like this but basically the sum of it would be my definition of what the outcome is is that they can live however they want because if you've asked Jesus Christ to be your lord and your savior his grace is sufficient he saved you and and you can live like the devil and you're still going to heaven and grace does not give us a license to sin 
God's grace was not given so that we can disobey the law, mm -hmm. so we can disobey the word. The law was perfect. Mm -hmm. The thing was, it was perfect because it was created by the one that is perfect. The problem was, is that we weren't perfect. Mm -hmm. We couldn't honor, because the Bible says that if, you know, there were over 600, 600 different things that had to do with the law. Mm, wow. You know, that that's that were connected. Some people can't even remember the 10. Well, the 10 commandments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just did that. You yeah. Know? Well, the, well, the 600, they stem from the source of the 10. Yeah. You know, and, and the Bible said that if you broke one, you broke them all. Oh, wow. So it was like they were always reminded that their efforts were not good enough. Mm -hmm. And God would favor us according to how we honored those commandments. Mm -hmm. And so man fell short, and that's why God came forward with grace. Mm -hmm. Because grace is not based on what you can do or what I can do. It's not based on our performance, what we've done. It's based on what Jesus Christ has done. And I think that's where the revelation has to come. Mm -hmm. when, it, when it comes to understanding what grace is, we need to understand where it comes from, why it was given to us, and um, I think that's a good place for us to jump right in Amen. right now. Amen. You want to read uh, sure. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7? Yes. If you have your Bibles, follow along with us. Oh, Amen. Yes. Get a notebook, get a pen, pause us, get something to write down. Uh, Ephesians 4, what translation would you like? King James. King James. So Ephesians 4, verse 7 says this, But unto every one of us is given grace, according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Notice that it's been given. Grace has been given. You know, and the Bible tells us why it was given. It was given for our benefit. It was given so that we could have life. It was given, amen, so that we could enjoy what the Lord has mm -hmm. to offer. And it's available to everyone. Not just one person, but every person. And so, you know, when it comes to grace, this is the definition of grace that I have. You know, it's the freely given, unmerited favor mm -hmm. and love of God. Mm -hmm. It means to have favor kindness, mercy. I mean, that's what grace is. It's it's something that's been given to us. Mm -hmm. And I love the way the Amplified Bible brings out Ephesians 4, 7, which you just read. This is how, this brings out such a fuller definition of, of what grace truly is to us as Christians. It says, yet grace, God's unmerited favor, was given to each of us individually, not indiscriminately, but in different ways in proportion to the measure of Christ. Rich and bounteous gift. Mm, so we that. see that grace is this bounteous gift. This isn't just some, you know, little gift. This is like an abounding gift, this gift of grace. Mm -hmm. And it describes it as God's unmerited favor. Amen. So what that means is this, is that you didn't earn it mm -hmm. and you don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. It's just given. Amen. I looked up the word unmerited, of course, because I... I like to do that, but it says that the word unmerited means this, not adequately earned. It means an unmerited award. So we can actually say, um, yet grace, something unmeritedly or un inadequately earned. You know, where, where it's not something, it's like you, you, we're too inadequate to have earned that, but we still get it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you know what's sad is you have people that are in the world, people that are in churches to where religion has taught them you have to work your way to mm. receive God's grace. Mm. You have to work your way to receive God's favor, mm -hmm. his love. That if, mm -hmm. you know, uh, penance and things like that to where you have to suffer. And and that is not what grace is about. Mm -hmm. Grace is a gift. And in, in, in like any gift, 
you know, it's something that you have to receive. A, a gift can be given, mm -hmm. but not received. Mm -hmm. And so it's important that we understand that God is the one that gives us, amen, this gift. And he gave it to us, amen, to save us, amen, that have been with Christ. Grace is available to everyone, but not everyone's going to receive it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the religion that I was in before I got saved, you know, we were taught that as long as you did, you know, you got baptized, you, you were going to heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, that's it. That's all we needed to do is be baptized as a child and we're going to heaven. And then anytime that you did anything wrong, you just had to confess your sins, you know, and then you, you were fine. It, it didn't matter how many times that you messed up. It didn't matter how many, uh, what you did as long as you confessed. But growing up, like I said, that's what I thought. And so then when I get saved and I realize it's not like that. It's not like that. You know, I think it was easier for me to understand grace. You know, it was easier for me to receive it because it was something that I received and not something that I was doing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, grace is like a vehicle, mm -hmm. a vehicle that God is in. Mm -hmm. And when you step into grace, mm -hmm. man, you're in the safest place you could ever be. Amen. And grace will take you where God is going. Amen. And as long as you remain in grace and you you're, you remain in company with the Lord, there is nothing that you can do or not do to keep you out of that grace. Mm -hmm. As long as you're in it, mm -hmm. you might make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You might not measure up. There might be times when you fall. There might be times even when you sin. Mm -hmm. But that's where grace steps in and helps us. Amen. Grace isn't there just to help forgive sins. Grace is there to help us to conquer sin. That's right. Amen. To where we understand I, I might have failed, but I don't have to keep failing mm -hmm. to where the letter of the law, you know, it, it, it was an absolute. You know, when you broke it, man, you broke it. You know, but again, you have a lot of religions that are teaching that there's certain things that if you do this, you're in and there's nothing that can change it. Mm -hmm. But again, if you step out of it, you know, then you can find yourself in a position to where, you know, you're you don't make it into heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the worst case scenario. And so I think that when it comes to understanding grace, that you can't get saved without it. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ came and paid the price for our sins mm -hmm. so that we don't have to. Mm -hmm. And this is what I love about grace when you truly understand it, trying to keep it very simple, is that it has to do with righteousness. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says there's none righteous, I know not one. Mm -hmm. We were born into sin. We were already born with, uh, with this, this spiritual cancer called sin, to where the word sin means to miss the mark. Mm -hmm. It's like an archer that, that's shooting at a target, but the arrow keeps missing. It's like a sinner, to be a sinner means you miss the mark. To be in sin means you're missing the mark. It's like God has the best life ever for us, but sin causes us always to fall short of it. And so God wanted to fix that. Do you think... Why do you think that, that, just my opinion, you see a lot of people, they say, um, you know, I'm a sinner. You know, they're constantly saying they're a sinner. You know, they've been saved 20 years and never purposely went out to sin, but they still talk about them being a sinner. Uh, you know, when it says saved by grace, and the word mm -hmm. says saved by grace, but they're constantly, well, I'm just a sinner. I'm just a sinner. Why do you think that that, I've never said that. You know, I got mm -hmm. saved and have I messed up? Yes, but. I'm not a sinner. It's exactly what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. 
it's that religious mentality, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, to where uh, uh, there, it, religion gives you a need to have to try to make yourself better so that God will accept you. Mm. And so, you know, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a deception mm -hmm. that Satan brings to keep you mm -hmm. from truly understanding your identity mm -hmm. because our identity, when you get saved, your identity is with divinity. Mm -hmm. You're no longer identifying with the sin. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's You're no right. longer That's identifying right. with right. your problems. You're no longer dealing with identifying with the issues that you used to have and the things that you used to do. Your past is your past mm -hmm. and, and your future is the thing that's in front of you. Right. But when you have that mentality, oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. You don't truly understand what grace is. Because, mm -hmm. again, righteousness is what happened because of the work of grace of what Jesus Christ did on the mm -hmm. cross. The Bible says he that knew no sin became sin for you and I. Why? So that we may be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, this is the key, is that we've been made righteous. Mm -hmm. Now, when something is made, uh, it's been made. It's, it's <laughs> yes. been made. It's, it was created this way. And in the way that God created us to be made righteous, like I was made Mexican. Yeah, you were made Mexican. I was. You were made Irish. We we didn't choose that. It was our parents, and we were made Mexican. When I woke up, I didn't say. I don't know if people try to do this, but woke up. I don't want to be Mexican. I'm like, I'm sorry. You can try. You can dye your roots all day long. You could put them blue eye. I you know. Blue contact lenses on all day long, but you still Mexican, yeah. you know. Yeah, you've been made, you've been made Mexican. Made Mexican. Not what? that there's not blue-eyed blonde Mexicans. I know a lot of them, but yeah. But well, you know, your name, Eliana. Uh huh. You were you were made Eliana. Did you pick your own name before no, you were I born? Didn't. I know I, I would have picked it though. I like it. I wouldn't have picked. <laughs> I love your name, Eliana Guadalupe Limon Diaz. That's kind of Bulger. Long. Bulger. Like I have Eliana Guadalupe Limon Diaz Bulger. If I ever get in a pickle though, I'll be I'm Lisa Limon. I mean. What am I, what do I say? Yeah. Lupe Limon or Lupe Limon. I could pick one. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is this, is that you didn't choose your name. No, I didn't. You were made, mm -hmm. Eliana. Well, the Bible says we've been made righteous. That means we didn't do anything to become right. righteous other than we said yes to Jesus. But if you didn't do anything to be made righteous, that mm -hmm. it was a gift, then why do you think you can do something to lose it mm. or have to earn it? Mm -hmm. You know, when you've been made the righteousness of God, in Christ Jesus again remember it's when you're in Christ mm -hmm. so then why why say that you can lose salvation if you can't lose grace well the thing is that remember the key is you've been made the right you've been made righteous come on the rich the righteousness of God in Christ when you step out of Christ it's when people step yeah that's when, right. when you, you either surrender to Christ or you surrender to chaos that's and right. that's just the, the way it is and you know in, in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 it says for by grace are you saved Come on, it's not by your works. It's not by, you know, your merits, how good you've been. It's through faith. Mm -hmm. Faith in what? Faith in what grace has done, what it's made. Mm -hmm. Faith, is, faith is, is what takes what grace has made. Mm -hmm. We've been made righteous. So what does that mean? It means to be in a, back in a right standing with God. The reason why God doesn't see us for... The, the problems and the mistakes that we've made before is because the blood of Christ is upon our lives. And, and, and there's no stain of sin. Mm -hmm. You know, God's there to help us. And, 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 you know, and it's just a beautiful thing when you understand that 
again, it says, you've been saved by this grace, this unmerited favor. God says, I favor you. You didn't do anything to deserve this or to earn this. I love you for who you are. And what's beautiful about God is God doesn't just look at us for what we've been. God always sees us for who we are. He always sees the best in us. And that's why he can always handle the worst and help us to change the worst. But notice it says right here, by grace are you saved through faith. What scripture is that? Ephesians 2.8. Okay. And that that's not of yourself, even the faith that God gives, because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And it says it is the gift of God. Mm, Again, amen. grace is a gift. And then Ephesians 2.5. I'll read that. It says, even when we were dead in sins, have quickened has quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. Again, amen. Notice that the grace is synonymous with Christ. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why, because Christ is our grace. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. He is the face of grace. He is the person of grace. He's the one that uh, causes everything good to flow in our lives. He's the one that brings us out of darkness and into the marvelous light of Almighty God. It's that saving grace. Amen. That grace that rescues. You remember where we were at when we got saved? Oh, God. Yes, I remember. And we've shared our testimony on here. And it's like, man, you know, God, you're so good. You know, and you, you said something before we started this episode. You know, you were talking about how, you know, grace was so simple for you to receive. Mm-hmm. We got saved because we just knew, man. I needed it so much. I yeah. felt like I needed it so much. I felt like my life was, I felt like my life was falling apart. I was losing everything. You know, my kid, my child, I had one baby and I felt like I wasn't. I wasn't being a good mom, even though I didn't know God yet like that. But I knew that God had something for me. And I felt so inadequate, so uh, lost in how to raise her. And the minute that I got saved, I felt like I could do this and I'm going to do a good job. And I felt that grace just come on me to be a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to be a wife anymore. I, I felt like... You didn't have grace for it yet. No, no, no. I felt like... <laughs> I know I really felt like God was going to give me grace for a divorce because I felt like, you know, there's so much sin in our marriage. You know, everything's bad. So, oh God, you're just going to give me grace for this divorce. That, that's what my thoughts were, you know. And God turned around and he gave, me, gave us grace to stay married, you know. Well, you know, during that time that you were going to church and you were experiencing that saving grace, you were bringing that grace home mm, because we're one flesh. And I remember mm, that there was like, well, we're one flesh. Whether we were in agreement or not, we were still one. And in, in that, I remember that two or three months that you were serving the Lord without me. I remember being at a place where I wanted to kill myself. I mean, I was suicidal. And the only reason why I didn't was because I understood that hell was a lot worse than what I was mm-hmm. feeling. So it wasn't an option, but the devil was just riding me, just trying to convince me, no, you were, you've become someone that you, I hated myself. Mm-hmm. I became a man I said I would never be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just the condemnation and, and just the loneliness. I mean, there was a depression that tried coming out. I was never a depressed person, mm, never. but it was just, it, it was, it was on me. And I remember that I decided to go to church and get it right. And I remember it was November the 6th, 1992, man. I walked into that church and I said, Jesus, man, I give you everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, help me. And I remember immediately his grace came on me and he saved me. The shame of my sin, the pain of my sin, you know, even the memories of my sin just started just melting away. And and I found acceptance. I hadn't changed anything. Mm -hmm. The only thing that had changed was that I made a decision to be with Christ. 
And that's where grace rescued me was in that decision. So maybe you're watching this program today and maybe you're not perfect. <laughs> Welcome to the family. You know, every one of us have areas where we need God's help. And what's awesome is to know that God is there to Amen. help Amen. and that his grace is sufficient. He'll meet you right where you're at. And, and his love for you, it's not going to change because you're not perfect, but his love is going to help you to quit doing those things that keep hurting you because his love for you is everlasting. Amen. Jesus paid that price on the cross so that you could have this grace, this unmerited favor, this mercy. Amen. And I just pray that you step to it. Fall into the everlasting Amen. arms of Almighty God Amen. and let His love just take you over. Amen. Let Him remove all the things that you've been working at trying to do to find grace in His eyes. Grace is already given to you, my friends. He loves you much. Yes, Amen. God bless you. Our prayer is that God will continue to show Himself strong in your life. We love you, and we'll see you again on another episode of Kingdom Concepts.